This is Lisa DeLay, and I am your host of the Spark My Muse podcast. This is Soul School Lesson 187, Welcoming Reality. I'm going to be reading today a short bit from my new book, The Wildland Within, Cultivating Wholeness Through Spiritual Practice, on something called the Welcoming Prayer. Before I go into it, I'll tell you why I decided to read from this portion of the book, and it's because my book is one week old. It came out last week. It was the book birthday, and I thought, hooray, it's finally out there. And then a friend told me yesterday, I can't find your book on Amazon, the biggest book giant in the world by far. And when I looked there, it wasn't there at all when I searched for it under the title. This is kind of an author's nightmare. Apparently, it can be found under my name. So if you shop for your books on Amazon, beware that Lisa DeLay might be the way to find my book, not through the title, which is terribly unfortunate. You might just want to find the book at Barnes & Noble or bookshop.org, or your favorite local bookseller is probably the absolute best way to get it. I appreciate those of you who are out there reading the book or have ordered the book. I found myself getting kind of hijacked and anxious about this whole situation. And I thought to myself, one of the best ways I know how to find some peace is through a spiritual practice called the welcoming prayer which is something I learned through my reading through Cynthia Bourgeau and her study with Father Thomas Keating. And this prayer is something that Mary Morawski came up with. I'll read from page 161 here about this prayer. Her spirituality is explained this way. It's to welcome and to let go is the one of the most radically loving faith-filled gestures we can make in each moment of the day, and it is an open-hearted embrace of all that is in ourselves and in the world. To be a welcoming person and to pray the welcoming prayer is to allow yourself to be in the world as it really is and to not be holding things back, to not be a fence in the world, but to be strong like water is strong. We think about water Uh, Water doesn't resist like a fence might resist or a dam might resist. And those things always tend to break down. But water is this incredible force. It's unlike so many other things. This liquid is strong. It can carve through rock and mountains and anything. After a while, it's so persistent. It is completely unstoppable. But not by forming a a defense, but by its agility its imagination, its workarounds. And that is really a a neat metaphor for being spiritually grounded and strong. It doesn't mean that we always let bad things happen to us or something like that, but we find ways to persist and continue and carry on. I find that the welcoming prayer often discharges my fear and helps me lay aside anxious concerns. And this is really the most challenging for me to do in the midst of betrayal or relational hardships, feelings of abandonment. All of these signal my core wounds. For people, it might be other things that create the most difficulty when praying the welcoming prayer. So what really is the welcoming prayer and how do you do it? It's really a practice of a kind of surrender to what is, 
it's a way to lay everything at the feet of Jesus or give everything back to God, let go and let God, if you will. And what it does is it takes us out of this clenched grasp, this grabbing onto the steering wheel of our lives and holding on for dear life in kind of a frenzied panic, in kind of a frightened state or an anxious state, which is just basically impossible to continue to do without suffering really bad mental, physical, psychological consequences. It involves really noticing and integrating our feelings, emotions, thoughts, sensations, and what is called the commotions of the body. So first, when you want to do the welcoming prayer, you feel really hijacked by your surroundings, kind of like I feel a little hijacked by Amazon burying, basically burying my book that just came out. It should be on all of the new lists, and it should be up in front and center. My publishers paid good money to advertise my book right now and get it out as the new thing. And here Amazon has buried the title. If you go and search for it, like food supplements come up and weird stuff like that. It's anxiety inducing if I think, wow, I did all this work and now it's getting buried. But that's what's happening and I don't have to worry about it. I can actually just accept what's happening. And in that acceptance of this powerlessness I have in this moment, I can then lay that burden down and move on to the next situation that I have more control in or that can occupy my energies instead of spinning my wheels and wasting my energies on something I can't control. So I first settle down and notice what am I feeling right now? Well, what I'm actually feeling right now is a kind of tension build up in my chest. I'm not taking in as much air. Usually when I'm uh, upset a little bit, I have shallow breaths, I have asthma, and I go back to a sort of fight or flight feeling and I wind up a little bit gaspy for air kind of breathing like an asthmatic. So I'm noticing this and I'm noticing the commentaries of my body, which are the sensations I feel and I'm getting in touch with all those things because I'm an entire organism. I'm not just a brain. I have an entire body that is affected with stress at different times. It's not just my mind that will have these racing thoughts. It's my whole body will be under these effects. And so I want to witness that. I want to notice it. And I want to just let it go maybe with a few deep breaths because I don't have to hang on to all that. And I might want to just give a few letting go statements like, I let go of these anxious feelings in my body. I let them go. And I admit that this is causing me some concern and some anxiety. And that's totally normal and it's fine. But I don't have to keep carrying this burden. And these welcome statements that you do uh, continues with some statements of relinquishment for inner calm. These things facilitate continued relinquishment. So you start by bringing your thinking mind down into your heart and your body and you notice and you sink more deeply into the emotions and feelings, sensations, commotions and commentaries of your body. So I recognize myself as a whole being, as a person who can get hijacked by circumstances, hijacked by my own feelings, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But when I'm unaware of it, it will make my life harder. And then the second part is I accept the divine indwelling, and I just say, welcome. Welcome, God, into this situation. 
Welcome, Savior. I thank you that you are with me. God is with us all the time. Sometimes in our problems, we think God's far away, up in heaven or somewhere else. And in reality, God is always around, always with us, is part of us as we are the image of God, the Imago Dei. And so we can just wake up to that awareness and say, welcome. I am being conscious right now. I'm welcoming you into this situation. And you, you are welcome here. And I receive that awareness and that presence right now in this experience, in this situation. And then the third part is you adopt an attitude of surrender by inwardly affirming the following and as long as you need to, this phrase or something similar that suits your specific situation or your specific needs. This is from page 163 in my book, The Wild Land Within, Cultivating Wholeness Through Spiritual Practice. And you can say specific things like, I welcome what is, and I let go of the desire for security, affection, and control. That can be really hard to say that because I do desire security affection and control. However, my desire for that can create a lot of extra anxiety, a lot of extra tension. And so acknowledging that I have these grab the steering wheel and white knuckle it tendencies and say, I, I let go of that desire because I know that God's with me and I have everything I need. So I let go of the desire to control it. Now, it doesn't mean that you let go of wanting security or safety, affection and control. Of course, we all want those things. But you let go of the need to control your environment at every single step of the way with your repetitive thoughts. And that's a big one. It's just saying, I'm, I'm going to lay this down. I let go of that desire for security, affection and control that relate to this situation. And for me, it's the security of thinking about this book. Boy, I guess it won't go out there. I guess people won't hear about it. I guess it's not going to work out. And all those feelings that are not important to have, it, it is what it is. And whatever happens, I'll be okay. I'll be fine. It's not an existential problem. It's some worry that I have. But God will take care of me. And I don't have to resist reality. And this is the final piece that is sometimes the hardest to say, but when you say it and you hand it over, it feels so good. I let go of the desire to change the situation. And it doesn't mean that you won't do things to change the situation. It means that you'll let go of the desire, that burning, anxious feeling of, I have to change this, I have to change this. I have to do something. I have to come up with something. I have to keep thinking about this and problem solving it until I do something to change my circumstances. Just saying, I let go of the desire to change the situation. Instead, you make space for yourself. You take a step back, get a little perspective, and basically you accept the reassurance of God's presence that God will be there for you and give you the strength for whatever the situation is. And the situation might not be exactly what you want, and yet you find yourself grounded in the presence of God for your strength, not in your ability to control the situation for your strength, because that is a rather fleeting 
and futile place to put your trust. You can't put your trust in yourself because you and I are frail and make mistakes. And in some ways, we can't be trusted in that way. So we have to give up those convictions to persist in not seeing reality for what it is and just saying, yeah, this is how it is. Yeah. Right now, I'm not available on Amazon, even though I should be. Perhaps that will change and I'll do what I can to change it, but I'm not going to white knuckle it and be incredibly concerned about it. I'm going to let go of that desire. I'm going to let that terrible burden or this terrible urge, I guess, this terrible urge to strive. It's that striving that makes me crazy, I guess, and maybe makes us all crazy that continual, like, if I don't do something, it won't be okay. If I do, don't do something, it won't be okay. Let go of that desire. Some of this came up um, in 2016. Trump was elected, and I heard, resist, resist, resist. And it, I understood that to mean we don't like this and we're going to fight it. But resisting is exhausting. And that's supposed to happen for a short amount of time, not years. Our bodies aren't made to, to be like a wall or a fence resisting what is. But we can give up the desire to control and the desire to resist while at the same time being steadfast and resolute in what is right and what we need to do to move forward one step at a time. And so that's kind of the persistence, like the persistence of water. Persistence of water in a stream will smooth out every stone, every sharpest rock to roundedness. Why and how? Just repeat, repeat, repeat. Keep rolling over those sharp rocks. And eventually, they conform to what the water wills. And not because the water was any kind of blunt force or did anything so rapidly, but the power that the water had was in its persistence and determination. And that's where we rely on God's strength. And that's what I'm going to do in this situation that requires it when my tendency is to get all bunched up and worried and think, is there something I can do? What went wrong? Did I do something wrong? Who's to blame? When a publishing a book for the first time as I am, I've published some independently on Amazon, but I've never published with a publisher and Broadleaf has been wonderful. But stuff happens sometimes and you can't control it. And this is my chance to experience that. So if you want to learn the welcoming prayer, you can get my book and you can begin even now starting to pray prayers of relinquishment. And that is really just relinquishing your burden. And I hope that your burdens are relinquished, just handed over or set down. You don't need them. We aren't strong enough to walk through life with all these burdens, and they're not meant for us. So lay your burdens down today. See what they are. Feel in your body what feels heavy, what you don't need anymore, and set it down. And I thank you so much for listening. I thank you for writing reviews on Amazon or Goodreads dot com when you have read my book that makes a huge difference and please come out may 5th 7 30 p.m eastern time there are links at sparkmymuse.com and we'll be studying the desert father in vagrius ponticus fascinating spiritual guide 
of desert spirituality, which is very particular in early Christianity, teaches us so much about spiritual growth. Then on June 2nd is the book discussion for The Wild Land Within. Hopefully by June 2nd, you've made it through at least some of the book, and maybe you have questions, or maybe you want to share a comment, or have me explain something in the book. And that is also free and available if you go to sparkmymuse.com and click the link. That will be really fun, 7.30 p.m. Wednesday, June 2nd, Eastern Time. And both of those will have free replays if you'd like to see them, hear them. And I hope you'll all be blessed this week to welcome what is real. Thank you and God bless you.